Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Freely Nourished, the podcast that empowers you to break the cycle of dieting by teaching you to nourish your body. Well, I am your host, registered dietitian, Erin Casey, and I'm also the owner of New You Nutrition Counseling, where we believe that you can reach any of your healthcare goals at just about any body size. So if you are tired of being told that the only answer for your health is to lose weight, uh, if you want to lose weight, but you're tired of going to extremes to do it, um, we are the practice for you. We have lots of ways that you can get involved. Uh, the, the kind of flagship service that we have is, is our one-on-one counseling. Um, that of course is also the most expensive. So it may not be for everybody. I totally get that. Um, one-on-one counseling gives you the option to really delve deep into kind of what your issues in terms of your health and your nutrition, your relationship with food and body. We cover all of that on an individual level. You get individualized recommendations. And of course, because they are built for you, they tend to work a lot better. Um, but even if they don't, we are there with you every step of the way to guide you and help you and kind of adjust the plan as needed. Um, that said, that may not financially be in the car for you. You may live in a state where I can't practice. Um, all of those barriers are valid and I have come up with alternative options. Um, the one of which just launched. So one of which is that we now have a group program and it's called the cauldron. Um, it is currently on sale. So we, right now we're in June of 2023. Um, the cauldron is currently $50 for the rest of the year. Um, so you get six months of all the programming for $50, which is a steal. Um, beginning in January of 2024, it will be $25 a month. Um, so, you know, definitely, definitely a steal uh, for, for right now. What you get with it is we do, we have a monthly uh, group call. So it's just a Zoom call and it is a really great space for anyone who, um, you know, maybe you're kind of trying to break away from this like diet culture, or, like weight stigma based mentality. And you're having a hard time just because the people you surround yourself in life with. So like, you know, family, friends, um, coworkers, et cetera, maybe they're kind of still stuck in it. And you find that, you know, there's a lot of conversations about food, about body, about diets, um, maybe unsolicited advice about your body or your food. Um, and you just kind of want a safe space to either like air that out or just like talk to other people about something, you know, talk about nutrition and health in a very different light uh, that you may not have access to uh, in, in the rest of your life. So it's very much a space for that. Um, I usually come with some prompts, but a lot of times it's just kind of, you know, us, you know, do like what, what happened in your month? How have you been? Um, we also have access to a Facebook group that, you know, is, is a digital format of kind of the same thing. Obviously I post in there somewhat frequently, but also, um, you know, encourage all of you is like, that's an alternative space to get support from each other, to connect with each other. Uh, people seem to really, really like it. Um, so you get those two things and then you get four workshops per year. The workshops are also available outside of the cauldron membership. So if you don't want to do the group things, but you want access to the memberships, or I'm sorry, access to the workshops, those will be available um, for purchase. So they are available. They range in price from like $15 to $25, kind of depending on how involved it is. But largely it's, um, you know, they're, they're pretty affordable, pretty cheap. Um, and you basically just have access to it after the fact. Um, but as part of, as a cold member, you get four of them every year for free and you also get buy-in as to what topics, um, they will, they will entail. So the one where we just did is called easy entrees. It's about 
how to prepare meals for yourself kind of as an adult, if you're a busy adult, if you're just kind of burnt out on trying to get food. Um, it's something that we really don't talk about all that much, but preparing food for yourself as an adult is actually a lot harder than people give it credit for. Um, we kind of like came from a culture where like maybe your parents or grandparents, like one of them was home and kind of in charge of like that quote unquote household things, including meal preparation and the other parent worked. Um, we now live in such a capitalist society and such a terrible economy that like that's not possible for most people. Even if you have a spouse, most people um, either have to work to support themselves because they don't have a spouse or they have a spouse, but both of you work because bills, right? So um, it, it can get really exhausting. Um, it's also, you know, just as technology has grown, there's a lot that we can say about how, you know, invasive work has become and how we've really just lost all separation between work and and, and life, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, here we are. Right. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I'll be talking through, like, that's the reality most of us are living in. So that's kind of the reality through which I will talk to you about how to create meals for yourself that are delicious, um, that, you know, you, you want to eat because I think most of us are like, yeah, I can like make chicken and rice and broccoli and eat it, but like, will it be enjoyable? Will it be satisfying? Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, so it's certainly, I would wager that like, not every day is it going to be satisfying. So I just wanted to create something that kind of spoke to that a, a bit. Um, so that's kind of the, the tea there. Like I said, we will have many more to come. Um, but that's, that's kind of the, the most recent. And there are other kind of self-paced things on the website as well. I'll link all of that. Um, that again, they, they range in price, but they're generally speaking meant to be affordable options. If you are, you know, say unable to, um, unable to afford the one-on-one -on -one counseling or just don't want one-on-one -on -one counseling. Um, you don't want something that involved. Um, so that is, that is the tea on what is uh, coming down, coming down the pike and what all we, we offer. And then to get into today's topic, I wanted to talk a little bit about motivation. Um, so this was actually came as a request as many of my podcast episodes do. So if you all ever have ideas for, um, podcast topics, social media ideas, like send them my way, you know, send me an email, send me a direct message. Um, I love to love to hear your ideas because again, content is like something that obviously I do to an extent to market my own services, but it's also, it's there, right? Like, I think it's important for me to, sorry, my cat is decided that now is the time he has woken up for his nap. And I don't know if you all can hear him. I will try to edit him out <laughs> when I go back to, to fix this episode. But if I'm not fully successful and you hear meowing in the background, I assure you the cat is fine. Um, he was napping no less than five minutes ago. And um, he has just now decided that it is that it is time for him to go explore the world. And he is very fussy that I'm not allowing him to do that. Um, so anyway, back to uh, today's topic. So uh, today's topic was brought in as a suggestion from, from one of my, my clients. Um, and that is kind of, you know, what to do when you are not motivated to make the, um, to do the things that you know that you need to do to take care of yourself. All right, hold on. I'm going to actually let him out. Okay, 
Okay, back. Um, Okay, so on to today's topic, which came from, like I said, a, a, a former client. Um, and that is motivation in the sense of kind of how how to find it, how to um how to you know foster it if you don't have it, how to um how to work through it, et cetera. Um so it kind of came under the lens of you know, we, we have all these habits, you know, preparing meals for ourselves, um, working out, you know, doing things that we know we need to do to take care of ourselves that we know are going to make us feel good. Um, but then somehow just having completely no motivation to do any of it. Right. Um, and I want to be really clear and kind of get this out of the way first. I want to distinguish between motivation and discipline. Um, so motivation is kind of that, you know, that feeling of like empowerment of like, yes, I can do this. I can't wait to do it. Um, I'm so excited to go work out. I'm so excited to prepare this meal. I'm so excited to, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be like those things. I mean, it could be, you know, like go do a presentation for work or go to a conference or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, we're going to focus on like health habits here because that's what I do. But most of this should be able to translate to other facets of your life. I would think, um, so again, the, the context that she gave was just kind of, you know, I, I know that I need to move. I know that I need to work out. I know that, you know, preparing healthier meals for myself at home will make my body feel better, but I just do not have the motivation to actually get it done. Um, and I want to distinguish that one, yes, you may at times have, inf have motivation to do those things, but by and large, it is going to be fleeting. And I want to kind of encourage us to Think of health behaviors, right? So it doesn't really matter what it is. It could be exercise. It could be quitting smoking. It could be, um, you know, cutting back on alcohol, drinking water. It could be getting enough sleep. It could be making meals. It could be exercise, right? Like I think everybody thinks like food, exercise, but like there's a whole list, right? So I want to, you know, encourage you to kind of think, you know, what are the goals that you're setting for yourself? And like, what are the health behaviors you're really trying to change the most um, and kind of, you know, just plug it in. I'm going to talk largely about fitness and nutrition in the course of this podcast, but please keep in mind that like, you know, whether it comes to like drinking more water, getting more sleep, managing your stress more effectively um, and dealing with anything in your mental health more effectively, all of those things, like it should translate. Um, and again, there's going to be there's a distinction between motivation, which you likely will encounter motivation to do those things at times, but a lot of it's going to come down to discipline. Um, so I encourage you to think of kind of those health behaviors that I just listed and then think about the basic things like going to the doctor, taking medication, brushing your teeth, flossing your teeth, um, things like that. Am I motivated to floss my teeth every night? No. Do I do it? Yeah. Um, even like my skincare routine, um, as you get old, it turns out your skin changes, like who knew, right? Um, am I motivated to do that when I'm tired? No. And to be honest, do I do it all the time? No, but I do do it most of the time because I'm motivated. No, because I'm disciplined. Right. Um, and honestly, I think a lot of other health behaviors actually come down to discipline a lot more than motivation, more than people realize or really even want to think about. Um, we think that like, you know, in order to have a good workout and things like that, we have to be super motivated in order to prepare a good meal. We have to be like, you know, in the mood for it. And the reality is like, 
when those, you know, spikes of motivation comes, come and they will, are you going to have better workouts? Yeah. Are you going to have, are you going to prepare better meals? Yeah, probably. Um, but that's, that's probably not going to be your day to day and that's okay. I want you to first take a step and acknowledge that like you are not broken. Nobody is motivated all the time. And that's like, we're not supposed to be right. <laughs> like Even athletes would tell you they're not motivated to work out all the time. Honestly, some athletes are like the least motivated people I know, but they are the most disciplined. Um, so I think kind of first thing I want you to do is kind of take that lens of like, I have to be motivated to do it and like, just trash it. Right. The lens is discipline, right? We need to look at this as like a, I am building these habits similar to the habits I have of like, hopefully taking a shower every day, brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing your teeth at least once a day, um, you know, doing any kind of skincare routine that you do to yourself, but also like routine maintenance. Like, you know, if you choose to get your hair done, if you get your eyebrows waxed, if you um, go to the doctor, please go to the doctor on a regular basis, taking your medication. Um, all of those things are, are habits that we do that we're not excited about, but we do them because we know that they're what we need to feel good. Um, and to take care of our body. Um, so, so nutrition and fitness are really no different. I think it's, um, a matter of like, this is a matter of discipline. It's not a matter of motivation. So I think letting go of the expectation that you're going to be motivated all the time to do it, or that you even need that motivation to do it. Um, I know that that sounds a little harsh, but be honest, that's the reality. Um, now how do we, you know, you can say, okay, well, great. Now I just feel like I'm a complete undisciplined slug. Thanks, Aaron. Right. That was not my goal. <laughs> okay. Let's take a step back and let's, let's kind of unpack that a little bit. Cause that's where I really want to sink our teeth in for this episode. Um, so now that we know that it's a matter of discipline, beating yourself up about it for not doing the things that you set out to do for, um, you know, feeling like you, you just can't manage to do it, even though, you know, it's what you need to do to feel better. Um, th- that is not a, a helpful mindset either, right? Just beating yourself up about it um, and being hard on yourself, frankly, never served anybody. So let's talk about what we can actually do. Um, so what, one of the things that will absolutely kill discipline um, and motivation for that matter is an all or nothing mindset. So an idea that it has to be this level of expectations and I have to accomplish this or I do none of it. I can't tell you how many clients come through my doors and tell me exactly that, that like they feel like they do really good during the week, whether it's, you know, nutrition or fitness or both. And then everything just falls off the rails on the weekend. So they're kind of waffling between everything and nothing. I think the other thing of where like, and this is where it really will shoot your discipline in the foot is the idea that like, unless you can perform at a certain level, you aren't doing any good and you need to, you may as well just do nothing at all. Like if you do nothing else from this podcast, if you learn nothing else, take that whole mentality, tie it up in a little trash bag and throw it away. Okay. Just, just pitch it. It is trash. It is garbage. It's not accurate. Um, and you're only going to defeat yourself with it. You were going, you were never going to build habits and maintain them with that mindset. You are never going to, Find a groove that fits you and your body and where you are right now. If you are looking at it as a black and white, 
all or nothing. Okay. I think that is like the biggest mistake and the thing that gets in most people's way when it comes to developing habits. Habits come down to discipline. Yes, you kind of at a certain point have to do it whether or not you want to, but how you do it, what it looks like, what your expectation is for yourself, all of that is is adjustable. All of that can change. So for example, if you are someone who you know, you had, or at one point, or like currently have a routine in the gym and like, you're just finding yourself like not able to say, get up to work out in the morning. Like that's what you normally do. Um, okay. What can you do? Take stock, right? So like get rid of that self judgment piece and find something that you can do. Could you find time in your day to take a walk? Could you find time to take your kids to the park and maybe you're doing some air squats and like push-ups on the ground or whatever while you're there? Maybe that feels weird for you and that's okay. Uh, but lots of parks now have like the like little bars and stuff with like exercises that you can do. them. so like maybe you just take a 10 minute walk in the park. You use the little bars and like in 20 minutes you're done. Um, it doesn't have to be an hour and a half. It doesn't have to be at the first thing in the morning. You know, take stock of what you're trying to do. Um, and, and maybe you're not there yet and that's okay. Maybe we just need to take a step back. Maybe there's reasons for that. Like, you know, for example, I don't know you, your kids are in like soccer season or something like that. And, you know, it's just, you're just busier. Like your, your time is busier. You're more worn out. It maybe directly conflicts with the time you normally give yourself to work out, but also maybe it doesn't, but you're just, you're more tired because you're doing more things for other people. Um, that's okay. Maybe your job schedule changed. Maybe your workload at your job changed. And like, hopefully that's a transient thing. It's okay. If that's, if that's getting you down and like preventing you from doing things that you normally had a good habit of doing, but take stock of it. If you're showing up with like 50% to give to your workouts or less, then no, you're not going to get through the same workout you got through two or three months ago when everything was different. Right. Um, sometimes it's, it's not even like anything is really that different. Just like mentally you're tapped out, you're burnt out on the same workout. You're burnt out on the same place. Um, that's where, again, like athletes will tell you all the time that like they routinely take breaks, um, sometimes longer breaks than they should, but that's not the point. Um, you know, the, you need a break from it. Even if it's just moving your body in a different way, you know, maybe try a dance class or a yoga class or Pilates or something just like once a week, you can get a friend to go with you for some accountability. And maybe that's not the workout you want. Maybe once a week isn't what you're after. Maybe you want more days, but start there. Find something that is enjoyable. I think that is also the other big thing is you get out of the black and white mentality or the all or nothing mentality, but also find something that you truly enjoy um, that's motivating to you, that feels good, um, because ultimately that feedback of like that felt really good, that felt really doable. Are there going to be workouts, for example, that are just going to be like, man, I barely made it through that one. It just did not feel good. That's going to happen sometimes. It just is. Um but that's not the reason. And I think most of us know that that's not the reason to like not go back. Right. But if you find things that routinely feel good every time you do them, you're going to be more inclined to get up and do those things. Um, but that said, you can start small, start with five or 10 minutes. Um, like I said, it'd be five, 10 minutes of, um, you know, a walk in the park. One of my favorite recommendations from, um, Katie or like who, who some of, you know, she's a power lifter and she, a lot of her, her clients are power. She's a personal trainer, but she's also a power lifter. And a lot of her clients are power lifters. Um, 
she will tell them like commit to your warm up right so no holds barred you have to get in the gym and you have to do your warm up uh that is like the bare minimum you have to do that if you want to then stay and do the rest of your workout great stay and do the rest of your workout if you find that you're like you know nope, i'm really tired i just i'm not feeling it today you tried you did the very best you could. You committed to five to 10 minutes. You gave yourself the space and you also gave yourself the permission to leave. And sometimes that's, that is what you need. Um, I've, I've certainly been there before. Um, and, and I'm a, I'm a very disciplined person when it comes to working out. So, um, that's, you know, full permission to leave full permission to lower the bar if you need to, um, when it comes to nutrition, same rules can apply. So you may want to have the goal of like, I'm going to meal prep my lunch and dinner for the next week, but then Saturday comes and you're like, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like doing that. Okay. Change the plan. Um, I, like I said, I have a workshop coming up, uh, that will teach you lots of strategies as to how to, Pull meals together in a way that is both feels nourishing, but is also simple. Um, so honestly, if you want a lot more information on that, check out that workshop. It is only $15. Um, it will be available before, or I'm sorry, it'll be available after, you know, as a recording and things like that. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, but just kind of very brief tips. You know, I always tell people, this is the, the thing that I tell everybody to go to is like, when it comes to your meals, think about, you know, kind of three things. One is that you, I want you to have three meals a day. I don't care when they are. I don't care what you call them. It doesn't have to be breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It can be lunch, dinner, and a snack, whatever. Three meals. In those meals, you need to have a protein, a starch or a grain, or an, and a fruit or a vegetable. So three three meals, three fruit groups a piece. Okay. Space them about, the third thing to think about is space them about four hours apart. There's a little more flexibility in there, but all you're looking for is three food groups, right? So you've got to have a protein, you've got to have a starch or a grain. So that could be something like your know, rice, pasta, bread, whatever, or it could be like potatoes, um, corn, like other starchy vegetables. And then you have to have a fruit or a vegetable. That's it, right? So it doesn't have to look elaborate. Um, now, those of us who have children, I get it. Like sometimes you're, you're kind of dealing with a little bit of pickiness um, or like, I won't eat this or I won't eat that. I get that. You kind of have to work around that to an extent. Sometimes it is just easier to eat out, um, whether it is like schedule driven, like, you know, you've got things to do after work or, um, you know, your kids like sports schedule is just like driving you crazy. Um, or, you know, you're just, you're tired because you're running constantly. Um, that's okay. You can eat out and still have nourishing meals. You can add things. So like, I always tell people like, don't limit yourself especially if you're doing like takeout or something like somewhere where you're going to be eating at home, you're just eating from somewhere else. Don't limit yourself to what's on the menu, order what you want, but then also, you know, you could throw a frozen bag of broccoli in the microwave for five minutes and like, you know, let it steam itself up. And then boom, you've got, you know, a veggie to add to the, maybe the sandwich and fries or whatever you've ordered. You can same thing, make a salad, right? There's like salad kits. There's, you know, have salad supplies on hand where you can pull something together really fast. Um, and again, you've got a great veggie that's going to go with whatever you've ordered. Um, protein sources, again, you know, protein can be really easy or it can be really complicated. Um, cooking proteins can be kind of like the longer thing. So sometimes a method of meal prep that works really well for people is to just cook, say a bunch of chicken or ground turkey or pork chops or like whatever it is that you want, like cook that at the beginning of the meal or the beginning of the week, rather. You don't necessarily have to pull all of your meals together, but you're like, okay, I'm going to be having chicken 
for dinner this week. I'm going to put it in pasta one night. Then I'm going to put it in a stir fry the next night. I'm going to shred it and make tacos the night after that. Um, you know, kind of reusing that same ingredient, but changing it in different ways to where the things that you're pulling together night of are a lot, you're lowering that burden. So lowering the the bar to be, okay, I don't have to make this whole like dinner from scratch. I just have to make the pasta or I just have to, you know, shred it up and put it, put it on taco shells or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, lower the bar. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and again, you're not going to be motivated to do it all the time. Um, but you know, again, lower the bar to a place where it feels manageable, but then also kind of commit to doing that bare minimum, no matter what. So get out of the idea that like, it has to be fully meal prepped, fully planned, whatever. Like it is okay to fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to dinner. Um, just kind of, again, check back in with the basics. Do I have a protein? Do I have a fruit or a vegetable? Do I have a starch or a grain? And if the answer to all of those is yes, great. You're good to go. You did, you met the requirement. If the answer to any of those is no, okay, where can I find one that like, takes the least amount of time? Um, it doesn't have to be, again, this doesn't have to be that hard and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, find the places where, um, where it feels good, find the places where it feels doable, because that's the place where you're going to stick to it. Even if your goal is eventually to, you know, let's say like your goal is to become a power lifter, but right now you're just like struggling with motivation to move. Fine. Just move, find a way to move. that feels good. It doesn't matter if it's like a weekly class. If you're going to the park for five minutes, I don't care if you sit and stretch for five minutes, like that's still better than nothing. So kind of find the places that feel good. And then as you build your confidence, as that becomes part of your routine, right? So like, as we kind of have this like five to 10 minutes dedicated to our day. Okay, great. How can we elaborate on that? How can we change it? How can we maybe adjust it so that we have a bit of a longer period of time, but it doesn't, you know, you're not taking steps that are so overwhelming. Um, I found a, a really good graphic the other day, I think it was on Instagram where you basically had two ladders that were the same height and the rungs in the ladder on one side were very far apart, like taller than a person would be. And essentially the person was unable, the person at the bottom was unable to get anywhere on this ladder because they couldn't even reach the first rung. They couldn't climb up, even though like they wanted to get to the top, they couldn't because the steps in between to get there were too large. They physically couldn't do it versus the, another ladder, which was again, the same height, but the rungs were very close together. So the person was able to easily climb up it because it was manageable, right? The steps were manageable. So again, find those manageable steps, find the things that feel good um, and find the ways in which you can do it kind of no matter what, whether you want to or not, and then build from there. Get out of that all or nothing mentality. I promise you it's not serving you. All right, you all have a great rest of your day. And again, if you would like more information on how to kind of make smaller steps when it comes to meals, check out that easy entrees. Um, it is, it's in the, I'll put a link below, but it's also on my website. Um, it'll probably be available by the time this podcast airs. So check that out. Keep the suggestions coming. I love to hear it and have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you all next time.